Hello and welcome to Movies and Podcorn. As always, I'm your host, Adam, and I am joined by... Joey. And what film are we here to discuss tonight, Joey? We are here to discuss Wall-E. Yes, very interesting film. Um, Hit me in the feels there. I am uh, emotionally recovering from that ending. Yeah, that's right. It was it was one. It was the first time you fully watched the movie. Uh, yes, and uh, it, uh, those those people at Pixar, they got me. This one, they got me. Yeah, I'm surprised they got you. I finally teared up in our Pixar rewatch. Finally got the cry going. <laughs> this one, it was. Uh, yeah, what do you what are your taste buds for this movie? What do you what do you, what do you think? I think Wally is a very Okay, okay, so given given the movies that we have gone over so far, hmm. and we're we're going in order here, um, I think Wall-E is just kind of it's it's way out there to me. Um, I like it. I think it's cool. Um, it, it's very interesting. We were just talking about how there's not a lot of dialogue. Yep. Um, you know, we 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 can follow the story clearly, but they're robots that don't really. I mean, they don't really communicate very much. So it's just interesting. You know, we. We go. For, we have Cars. We have Ratatouille, which are recent ones that we've watched. We have Toy Story, and then we go to this different universe, which that I, I have a lot of concerns about, and you did as well about how things work. But um, overall, I think I think it's I like the fact that it's different. It's it's very different. I've said that about a few of the movies so far, but this one to me is like way out there. Like it's there. I, I wouldn't if I had not seen any of these movies going into doing this Pixar series. And I had to like guess which ones were Pixar. I would not. I would think Wally was like some like some individual thing that was on its own. Interesting. Um, but I like it. I like it. I think it's a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, I'd never seen the whole thing. I'd watched the first half a few times, um, but I'd never seen the ending. And oh, it got me. I started to cry when 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 she thought Wally was dead. I thought Wally was dead. Uh, so. Uh, the, eyes yeah, were, the eyes were watery but uh yeah this is a very good movie i think it's very different and do they state what year uh this happens in or do they just give a time frame so i believe they uh they left earth on that cruise in 2110 and they had just seven they had just celebrated their 700th anniversary of leaving earth right so it'd be 20, would it, would it be 2810? Yes. Okay, so. The movie's taking place in 2810. So does any other Pixar movie say the year the, off the top of your head that you can that you can think of? They do not. I've, I actually thought about that a little bit during the movie. Um, and I don't believe so. So if we're correct in that, that no other Pixar movie says the year that it takes place in. And if we assume that all the Pixar movies are connected in the same universe, do you think this is post-apocalyptic of all the other Pixar movies or like um, pre-apocalyptic? I'd say definitely post-apocalyptic. So you think all the Pixar movies happen and then and then Wally's the end and then like... Yeah, I, I that makes the most sense to me. Oh, I guess because there's a dinosaur movie, isn't there? Yep. I believe so. Yeah, the good dinosaur. So yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I answered my own question. All right, there we go. Uh, but yeah, this movie I thought was really good, very emotional. Not Toy Story three level emotions for me, but uh, but pretty good. Um, all right, let's uh, let's dive in to Colonels and Buckets, where we talk about characters and scenes. Uh, who's your first uh, Colonel? I had Otto, the uh, autopilot wheel robot. All right, I did not have him. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know why. Uh, I've seen this movie a few times. It's one of the, it's one of the Pixar movies that I've seen the least of, I think. Um, and I still like it a lot. But um, I, I really like Otto. I like his voice. Um, I, I like how, I don't know. He, the, from the first time I watched this, I knew from the very beginning when, when he's introduced. You know, I, I knew he was going to be a villain at some point. I could just tell. Like he's just an ominous you know, steering wheel with a red dot in the middle. He just kind of looks like some, looks like he's scheming up something. True. Um, and, and to be honest, you know, he's, he's portrayed as the, the villain of this movie kind of, 
or one of them at least. And I don't, I don't necessarily see that he's doing anything wrong. You know, uh, we kind of touched on this last week with uh, Skinner, how you said, well, yeah, no, like I get his point uh, mm-hmm. from Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, the auto was just following orders. You know, he was told to keep them in autopilot. I mean, and he was right. The earth wasn't ready to be rehab inhabited. Yeah. So I, I think, I think it's one of those things he's portrayed as bad because he doesn't want them to go back to earth. And we kind of, we want them to go back to earth because, you know, it's like, oh, they've been away for so long and we kind of feel you know, you kind of start to think how you would feel if you had been on that ship for your entire life and you start thinking about being on a different planet. But in reality, the planet wasn't ready to be inhabited. We saw it at the beginning when Wally was there. Um, so I just think, I think, I don't think Otto is as bad as, I, I think he is bad at the end when he shocks Wally and, yeah. you know, starts getting really, really rambunctious with preventing them from leaving. But I think for the most part, he, he's not as bad as people portray him. Yeah, I definitely agree. He's only, I mean, he's a robot, so he's only doing what he was programmed to do. Yeah. And not only was the planet really not ready, but those people are certainly not, I'm not convinced are ready to. Not ready for gravity. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, not at all. Um, That's a good one. My first character was uh, CEO of, by and large, Shelby uh, Forthright. Okay. Played by Fred Willard. Uh, great actor um, I chose this character because I believe it's the only time ever in Pixar that we see a human like a real person I can't yeah any other time where they show a real person not an animated person and it's and it's interesting too because we it's not just him that we see throughout the movie if you look do you remember when they're in the captain's quarters and they have the images on the wall of the previous captains the yeah. first couple are you know, like real people, if you look, and then they gradually turn into the animated uh, people. And then finally, the last captain, yeah, it's it's kind of kind of interesting how they did that. And then you have like, and then you have Wally's uh, tape that he has where there's real people dancing. So it's kind of interesting how they did that. Yeah, yeah, he's watching movies. And it, yeah, so this is very strange. And I think this movie actually throws a wrench into the whole every movie is in the same universe because yeah because yeah because he those real people are not in any other movie so i don't know i i just i only picked him because it was interesting that they showed a real human um, yeah no I, I i got you and he's he's the only real human out of the ones that they kind of did show that talks so yeah there are i don't have too many thoughts on the character because they're only in it for like 30 seconds but yeah yeah no i'm, I'm glad you i'm glad you did that it's, it's, interesting um definitely something worth noting um for my second character i had the captain okay i i find i just i find it entertaining you know he's the captain of this giant mothership and as you stated during the movie he's kind of the captain of the planet because early on early on we you know when that guy that you just had as your first character when he was on there talking about like oh we're gonna leave the planet until everything's ready to for you to come back he mentions there's a fleet of these ships Mm. um but but we never see any of the other ships so i i assume my my whole theory is that that this is the last one or maybe it's the the biggest i don't i don't know why they chose this ship but he's kind of the captain of the world at this point like you said yeah Uh, and it's just funny to me because you know we see him when he's introduced he's like he can't get out of bed. He has to like use his chair to push himself forward to get his coffee. <laughs> Otto does basically everything for him. Mm. And but he's the he's the captain. He's he's basically just the uh the figure, I guess, to keep all of the human passengers feeling more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, just pretty much an icon. Um, but I do like how he gets very fascinated with Earth after he sees the plant and he starts goes he goes on his computer and starts binging all these different facts about earth he starts talking he's like oh we can grow food like pizza yeah he definitely <laughs> goes down the, the youtube rabbit hole there uh, yeah <laughs> um, um yeah but yeah yeah i think i don't know i i enjoy him as a character and i like it in the end when he like it's a big deal he like stands up because none of them do that anymore <laughs> and he, he tries to fight Otto. 
Yeah, they gave the same, the the dramatic the da -da music that Buzz has in Toy Story 2 when he like, when he's yeeted off the elevator shaft, but then he comes back and it's very triumphant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like when, they, when the captain stands up. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that scene. Um, yeah, no, I think I think he's a good character. I really like him in this movie. Yeah, I think it's it would be very interesting to see how they get nominated as captain. Is it like a bloodline or is it... Uh, you know how, how does that process work I'd be interested in that and he's definitely going to die now that they're on earth like they're going to kill him if, yeah. if history is any indication rulers of worlds do not live long so I don't I don't see any of them living very long anyway because gravity I mean gravity would just hit them very hard yes they will struggle <laughs> greatly that's a that's a short a Disney short I would like to see. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like whenever the the fish from Finding Nemo that were in the tank get in the water, it's like now what? Yeah. Uh, so my second character I chose Wally, um, mainly out of just lack of characters in this film. There are not many to talk about. There's probably like six or seven that you could actually say anything about. Really, um, I've had the same difficulty. But Wally, you know, he's a go-getter. I'll give him that. He designed this whole city, you know, on Earth, which I thought was fantastic. Very I Am Legend vibes I got from him. Um, <laughs> and he, and it was, I, I got emotional uh, multiple points during this movie. The ending when he died, I didn't think I cared that much about him, but I did. But I also got very emotional when he was uh, watching the tape and then Eve kind of ruined it. I don't know why. I just I, I kind of got sad when he was so worried about the the cassette tape being ruined and he couldn't watch his movie anymore. I got very sad, but then I was happy that he fixed it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know that that must be. I mean, because I didn't I didn't really feel too much during that, so that must have been just maybe something in your life is similar to that moment. I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What are you trying to say, Joey? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't even know either. I just, I don't know if you had something that. I, I mean, know. yeah, I guess if someone came over and like took my favorite movie and, and like snapped the disc in half, I'd be That's quite true. distraught. But understandably. Yeah, I, I, I like Wally though, I guess more than I thought I did. But he, he was, he was good. He had good emotions. He was really the heart of the film. Yeah. Um, and I agree. And I had Wally as well. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, similar reasons, uh, lack of many main characters in this movie, but also uh, when, whenever, I don't know, when I think of the Pixar universe, he's one of the main characters. Like, obviously, you have Buzz and Woody. Yeah. I see Lightning McQueen. Uh, I see, for some reason, I see Marlin from Finding Nemo, Ugh. which I don't, I don't enjoy <laughs> that he's one of the main. And I think of Wally. I, I don't know why, but he's, he's there. He's one of the main out of all the Pixar movies, he's like the main one that I think of, or one of the top characters I think of. And I, I, I like the beginning when he's just, he's just there on Earth alone. All the other robots of his kind have passed away. I don't, I don't really know what the reason is. I'd be interested to see uh, what happened to them. Um, but yeah, we see, we see him. He's got his little house. He's got, a, he's a hoarder. He's got all his little trinkets and collectibles. Um, it's just a funny character, like the. The montage where he's he's going around making his little cubes and building a city and he like finds all these things he finds like car keys he finds the bra and then he finds uh the box and he opens it and there's a diamond engagement ring in it and he throws out the ring and keeps the box <laughs> that's a funny moment yeah. um but he's just a funny character uh you know, you know he like he follows the red dot like a cat yeah it's very interesting to watch him kind of like learn about humanity through all this crap that he finds. Yeah, yeah, it's it, very true. Um, yeah, he's just, I, I think he's a very likable little robot. For sure. And one, one of the more likable characters in the series so far, I would, the Pixar series that we've seen, in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely get, uh, being this, this is the first full watch through I've seen this movie, I definitely understand the appeal that everyone has for him. Yeah, just very, I mean, he's, he's just a really good guy. Yeah. Um, that was your third one, Wally? Yeah. Yeah, Wally was my third. All right. So uh, so we'll jump to my final one then. I had Eve. Um, I liked Eve a lot. 
I think, dare I say, I think she's my favorite female character in Pixar. Really? So far that we've done. It's her or Mrs. Incredible are my two favorite females. Okay. I think she was great. She, it reminded me a lot of the, uh, the, the Trinity effect. Um, we talked about it actually at the beginning of the movie. You, you haven't seen the matrix, right? No. Um, so Trinity in the matrix is, uh, is a character. She's kind of the second lead behind, um, Keanu Reeves, uh, Neo. And the Trinity trope is that there is a female in the film that is really badass and really great at everything. And there's a male that is not, that is, is not great at anything. But over the course of the movie, the male becomes great and becomes badass and overshadows the female. And the female's just kind of there to get him to that point. Um, yeah. And that happens in a lot of movies where the male kind of overshadows the female, even though the female's far more qualified. And I thought that's where this movie was going to go. Not having seen the ending, I thought, you know, Eve is clearly the more capable one of these two. <laughs> and yeah. I thought for sure they were going to make Wally you know, the, the superhero at the end. And he does kind of save the day, but Eve, they kept Eve as the, definitely the capable one and Wally not. So I, I enjoyed what they did with her as a character. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have to agree, honestly. Um, yeah, he, Wally does kind of, you know, he, 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 he does save the day and, but Eve kind of has to save him um, as we see after Wally gets crushed. So yeah, that's a, that's a good take. I like that. Yeah. All right, that wraps up our kernels. So now let's jump into our buckets. What's your first scene? Um, I enjoy the intro to the mothership scene. So th- this, is the, this is the part where Wally is riding on the space shuttle back to the mothership. Yep. Um, and they get on the mothership and the, I don't know, I think the music is funny when they get on. All the robots start doing their different jobs. Uh, yeah. We see Wally try to follow Eve um out of you know they go into like the interstate i guess for the robots and they're they're all flying around and wally's just getting in the way and the foreign contaminant robot mo is trying to clean up the mess i I felt for mo Uh. yeah i i I felt for him (laughs) as as well but um i just i really like that scene it's kind of it's kind of interesting you know there's all these other robots so they all have different functions all flying around and then we we also get a glimpse of the people and boy are they really something to behold yeah, I, I did not like the people. But, um, but yeah, it's inter- it's just it's just interesting to me that the way they did the mothership and it's everything's very organized. Um, you know, I, I I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I actually had that scene too, um, where where Wally is touring the ship, and, and one quick thought on Mo when he was cleaning Wally's tracks and Wally put his his, his track on Mo's face. I tell you what. If I was Mo, I would have shot him on sight. That is that is that is a killable offense. If I'm Mo, I would have just incinerated him right there. That's it. Yeah, that's the that's the equivalent of someone like walking up to you with muddy boots and just like putting it on your face, not even kicking you, just like putting their foot on your face. Well, I tell you, if you did that to me, I would be swinging. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had touring the ship. It really made me. Um, not like humanity yeah just i just like you know me i love sitting down and watching a good movie or two you know like i can binge with the best of them but i also you know like exercise and like moving yeah. <laughs> like to live a pretty active life so that that just really saddened me to see humanity in that state because we're probably not too far off from that no it's i mean it's it's getting bad but um yeah yeah it's Definitely. And speaking of that, I, uh, my next, my next scene is kind of split up into two. It's two different scenes, but it's kind of the same idea. Yeah. And it's like the, con- the consumerism sort of vibe where we, in the beginning, we see, you know, the, the first hint we get at how the planet got destroyed and got to this point where the robots are cleaning up, we see by and large everywhere. Yes. So basically in this, in this world, uh, by and large has like monopolized everything. Yeah. Um, we see all these stores, all these different things that say B B and L on them. Yeah. You know, they've just monopolized everything, and it it got to the point where they just, you know, and there's several hints throughout the entire movie. There's 
uh you remember when eve destroys the boats she like blows up one of them yeah. they also have by and large liners on them uh th there was the thing on the way to the spaceship on the moon it said outlet mall coming soon it just kind of shows how like the massive yeah. uh consumerism kind of just destroyed maybe not destroyed the planet entirely but it also destroyed the uh the people that live there i mean it just for sure turned them into monsters yeah um and and then we see it we see it on the ship in this in a scene on the ship where they're you know when we get to see how the people live we start off with the robots we see how the people are living and it's like oh by and large you know try blue it's the new red and then there's like <laughs> oh we all these different foods in a cup and everyone's waiting on all the robots are waiting on the people they don't even have to leave their chair and then you kind of have like some of the unhealthy marketing where it's like you know oh on the on the axiom starliner ships you know every it like shows people being active and still like doing stuff but then it's like in reality they're just like sitting in their hover chairs and becoming i mean just we all know what happens in space you lose bone density and it becomes even worse when you don't exercise so i don't know i think i think scenes like that like it, it's two or three different scenes by and large but i like i like those scenes a lot because it kind of it just really does a good job of showing what happened yeah yeah they do they do a good job and that's kind of a a thing in movies where a lot where you know show don't tell like don't you know they didn't give us dialogue about it or a whole lot they just kind of you know showed what happened yeah which is good um yeah they even they even showed graphics of bone density they're like oh are you losing bones and and i'm pretty sure i saw a sign for hot dog in a cup yep everything was in a cup that's how they roll like hot dogs are already like shaped kind of like cups why do you why would you need to put it in a cup <laughs> but anyway um yeah that was that, that's uh amazon right that's amazon in our world right yeah i i feel like out of all all the the large companies i feel like amazon is the closest i mean for sure they're, they're massive yeah um and don't we see by and large another pixar movie is it like toy store or something isn't there by and large like a gas station or something or a store i think we saw it um i know what i know in uh toy story we see the dynaco station yeah, I thought for sure we saw by and large at another thing too. Maybe it was Finding Nemo. It might be. It might be another thing. I I'm not sure, but um. So maybe I, I, I've definitely seen that logo before because it's the BNL. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to. I'm not quite sure. Um. All right. So my second scene is when Wally is showing Eve his uh, his home. Um. I yeah. really like that. I kind of touched on it earlier when I talked about Wally. Um. I really liked. You know he's obviously very smitten with Eve, and wants to be wants to hold her hand. That's all he wants is just to hold her hand. And I just really like him showing her all of his crap, thinking it's impressive. And yeah. and then the tender moment of him of her ripping the cassette tape apart and him putting it back together and being so worried that it wouldn't work, and then being so happy when it did. I, I just really connected with that moment um so I, I just really like that scene yeah it's a good scene i, I like you know he saves we we kind of joked about it, him being a hoarder but in reality he's just saving all the cool stuff he finds he's the only one out there um hmm. and he, he even collects parts from other robots which i'll touch on later that that's a little unsavory for i will me. as well <laughs> um, so yeah yeah no i i like that scene i like i like how they show his little his little abode I did not like the Twinkie bit though with the cockroach. I yeah, that was a little yucky. I don't like Twinkies, so I didn't. I love Twinkies. Would you love it if you bit into one and a cockroach was there? No, that's and that's actually like, <laughs> I believe at one point uh, when I was a kid, I had a Twinkie and I literally had that same thought, and it almost made me not want the Twinkie. It's like, what if? What if I just? What if that happened? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, all right what's your uh, what's your third scene uh, my third scene i had was the uh the scene where it's it's not the so so they bring the plant up to the um to the wheelhouse yep and they kind of and then we see later on that they the the robots are trying to get rid of the plant 
and they're saying, oh, we can't go back. But then after that, uh, they bring the plant back and the and Otto just he is set on getting that plant away from them. And he's like, give me the plant. And he's he's talking in this funny voice and he's just he keeps reaching for it, you know, and, it, and it's starting to show the urgency. And this is where he kind of becomes portrayed as bad. You know, we kind of kind of see it when they try to ditch the plant and the uh, escape pod and then shoot it out. Yeah. But this is the point where it's like, okay, something's going on with the robot with, with Otto. He, he does not want them to have that plant hmm. and we don't see, you know, we kind of see what, what Otto's point is whenever um, the captain says like, Oh, that's an order for you to tell me what's going on. And then he shows him, you know, the, the emergency situation with the by and large CEO where he's like, yeah, things aren't going well. And then he puts on a face masks. Um, but yeah, that's it. I like that scene because it's, first of all, it's funny. And second of all, yeah, that's the point where we really see how, just, just kind of how Otto is. And, you know, like I said, he's kind of portrayed as the bad guy at this part. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a turning point for me in the movie. For I sure. still don't think he's the worst, but. For sure. And we get a great foreshadowing of, you know, Earth when with the president, you know, putting a mask on and the end of the world <laughs> is upon him. Kind of like where we are now. <laughs> um, it's a good scene, though. Uh, my third scene was uh, Eve and Wally dancing in in space. Okay. Uh, I, it, you know, I was very invested in their relationship, and this is this is when Eve finally like really embraces Wally, because um, <clears throat> up until this point she kind of found him as a nuisance, and was was hindering everything she was trying to do. But then when he saves the plant, you know, she gives him a little little spark kiss and then they dance. And I really liked the back to the captain going down the rabbit hole of, of Earth, uh, of YouTube Earth. And he asks, what is dancing? And the, and the lady on the screen is describing what dancing is as Wally and Eve are dancing outside in space. Um, I just thought it was a very lovely, lovely scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good scene, and it's it's where, and just before that, we see Eve thinks that Wally died because he he hit this every single button in that space pod, which set self destruct, <laughs> and she thought he was dead. And yeah, I think I think it made her realize, you know, wow, like this is a very nice robot, and I wish he wouldn't have died. Yeah, Wally went full me playing uh, Smash Bros on that thing, just yeah. every button at once, just smashing it. Yep. Hitting it as hard as you can. Hope yeah. something good happens. And much like me, you kept falling off the stage on Smash Bros. So yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't get the damn character to stay up no matter what I did. Just kept jumping off. Um, all right. I think that wraps up our kernels and buckets. So now let's head to the squid game. Uh, who did you think would win the squid game from this movie? I think Eve wins the squid game. Yeah. I, I assumed we'd be unanimous on this one. Yeah. No. Um, Eve is... I mean, we, we talked about it. Eve is kind of the superior robot. She can fly. Yeah. She has a very powerful weapon built into her arm. Um, and just, I don't know, just overall very useful. Yeah, she's got like a, a rocket strapped to her arm. <laughs> that thing destroys things. It does. It really does. Um, and, you know, the hovering, the flying... Um, very, very, a very compact robot out of all the robots we saw in this movie. Very, you know, small, but effective, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I see. I don't I don't see any other character. I mean, definitely not the people. N none of the people are winning the squid game. Uh, no. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, Eve is definitely the, the clear choice. And Eve could be a, a favorite to win. Yeah, I thought so, too. Eve. I mean, I, I didn't even have to think about it. Honestly, I spent more time thinking about who would be second. Yeah. And I think I came to the conclusion the cockroach. I might go cockroach number two. Yeah. Um, just because there, there's just no one. I mean, well, the only thing Wally has is he's fast. He is a very fast little robot. Yeah. Um, not really smart. Not really that. Well, and Eve shot, Eve shot the cockroach and he didn't die. So it's hard to kill the cockroach. Yeah. Um, but, Wally ran him over too multiple times. That was horrifying. I I gasped. I couldn't believe it. 
thing, but I, for, I forgot it was a cockroach and those things. I really <laughs> like this cockroach, but if there was a cockroach in real life, I ain't about that. Um, yeah, so yeah, pretty clear winner Eve there. And yeah, I think you're right. She could be a real contender. Randall has some competition now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so now let's move on to burnt popcorn. We're going to dish out some hot takes. Do you have a, do you have any hot takes on this one? I just have one. Okay. And this, I, I feel like there's a, an okay chance that we have the same hot take, but maybe not. Um, I think hot, okay. Hot take Wally is kind of a psychopath. Okay. I did not have it, but I'm, I could certainly be convinced. I mean, I, I love Wally. He's a great, he's a great, uh, character. And I think he's good for the most part, but I, I just found it very disturbing, uh, in towards the beginning, whenever he just like takes parts off of his dead compadres that were there to clean, you know, I, I know that they're dead. It really doesn't matter. It just, something doesn't sit right with me. He just pulls the tracks off the other robot. He has a bunch of eyes laying around his house that he can just, just a bunch of parts you know, and it's and and not to not to keep making comparisons to like if that was a person, but you know, obviously that'd be like if you had like a fridge in your house full of like extra organs that you could just have put put into yourself if you needed them. <laughs> would be unsettling. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't want to go back to that house. Yeah, no, I don't know. I I think I I think that's kind of psychopathic behavior. But then again, does it really matter when? They're all dead anyway, and he's the only one left on the planet that's functioning. Well, uh, it's very cannibalistic, I will say. <laughs> it struck me as uh, as cannibalistic for sure. Um, I don't know if I don't know if them being dead is that big of an excuse. I mean, if you died tomorrow, I I, I think people would still have an issue if I like just cut off your arms and was like, well, I might need an arm later. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough um but yeah troubling troubling but i understand it and i probably would do the same thing but still troubling yeah yeah i i think it would be yeah um all right so for my hot take uh it's actually i i will admit i did not come up with this hot take i always do some research on the movie before uh before i watch it uh every week and this one i found online and i just want to get your opinion on it because it struck me as fascinating. Wally is the is a metaphor in this film for Satan. I don't follow. Uh, here we go. So <clears throat> pretend. So pretend Wally is Satan, and pretend Earth is uh, the Garden of Eden. Okay. Uh, he takes a he takes something from the Garden of Eden, gives it to Eve. So there we go, already already on track. Eve takes it and then brings it back to the ship. And that ultimate, so on the ship, obviously I wouldn't enjoy that lifestyle. I don't think you would enjoy that lifestyle. I think a lot of people would not enjoy that lifestyle. Okay, yeah. But you can't deny that they seem comfortable. They seem, <laughs> they seem happy the way they're living. They seem a little too comfortable. Yeah. Um, so she takes it and they bring that plant and with that plant, they go back to earth and they've got a lot of work ahead of them. These people have to rebuild the planet. So they went from a sanctuary to kind of like hell. They had to, you know, they have to do, they have to slave and do a lot of work to make up for the sins of their, you know, past people. And Wally brought it all because he took a plan and gave it to Eve. Satan. Yeah, it's 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 true. Um, I mean, I, I guess I can't I can't really argue with that because it's, <laughs> that's what happened in the movie. But yeah, didn't didn't um, Eve take the plant? Like, I don't I don't remember. I don't quite remember Wally giving it to her as much as she did. You know, took it because she scanned it and saw that it was, you know, a plant, and then collected it. But you know. At the same time, I can't say for sure that that's what happened. I can't quite remember that exact moment, but oh, I thought Wally gave it to her, but I might be wrong. Well, I mean, and it's very possible. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the, the logic does check out, I suppose. 
I don't I don't really enjoy portraying Wally as Satan, but <laughs> well, I mean it's yeah. an interesting sort of it's an interesting take. Yeah, I definitely I definitely enjoyed it. Um and I didn't I personally didn't really come up with many hot takes on this film. I couldn't really think of one that that I liked enough to really dish out on burnt popcorn. But yeah, I just wanted to get yeah. you in there because I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I I mean it's interesting for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Love a good allegory, that's for sure. Yes. Um, all right. So now let's move on to Do You Want Butter on That? A segment where we ask questions we should probably know the answer to, but we're going to ask them anyway. What's your uh, first question? Um, this is this is one you probably have this question as well. Um, but I really, when you mentioned it during the movie, it got me thinking, how how, how could these people not fix Earth? Yeah, that's okay. a big one for me. That's a, that's a big one. And it's it's probably, I, I probably should let you talk more about it, but but just like, I mean, really these people can do hyper jumps in space. Yeah. And they can build these massive elaborate ships. They can build these robots that have feelings and emotions and stuff, but you, really you can't, you can't fix the planet. You can't, you can't like just like make it, keep it livable. Yeah. The, these, these people developed sentient robots that are um, yeah. From space, seemingly from space with with no materials in space they built these robots who are solar powered which i have a big issue with because if they were solar powered how on earth did you get into this crisis in the first place because clearly pollution Mm -hmm. is what caused this so if you had solar power that would greatly reduce your pollution issue so i i have an issue with that um Fair enough. They can build these ships that can do hyper jumps, which is uh, known only in Star Wars, but these people can can do that on a dying planet. And yeah, they just I I have many issues. I don't know I don't understand how they how they didn't solve this issue, especially if they can create solar powered robots. That makes no sense to me. You have the technology. What are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. Um. And, and kind of another question I had that goes into this with like the ship and stuff is like how, I don't understand how they don't run out of food. I, I don't get that at all. Like I could go, I could go even farther and say like, I don't know how the ship continues to run. You know, they, they mentioned the power core. How does it not run out of fuel? I could question a lot more things, but like, how do they keep food? I mean, especially with all these massive people that are starving. I, I just don't, I don't understand how that works. They've, developed, uh, they've clearly developed energy solutions, but yeah. did not apply it to the planet they were on. No. And they can create these ships that can fly very close to the sun with no issue. Yeah. And travel across galaxies. And, but yeah, I, yeah, that's, I, I don't enjoy that part of the plot. Like if Wally, just make Wally run on batteries. And that solves the issue. Yeah. But it's like they went out of their way, which I guess actually that's a, it accurately depicts humanity that we would come up with these great solutions, but not use them in the smart way, in the logical way. Um, Yeah. That's a great question. Um, So that was my first question. So I'll jump to my second question. How are there children on the ship? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And I never even really considered that until you started talking about it. Because these people can't walk, or, well, I guess they can, but they don't think they can walk and seemingly have never walked in their lives. And, I mean, not to get too PG-13 up in here, you don't have to walk to make a kid, but you got to move. It does take some work, and I think it takes more exercise than these people are are capable of giving so how are we getting children yeah um yeah yeah like i said never didn't really think about it till you mentioned it but with with the way because we see them in the beginning they all have like screens in front of them Mm. and a lot of them don't even really realize what's happening around them yeah so it's like i don't i don't get how they'd like meet other people and stuff i i think it just put it putting the exercise and the how overweight and stuff they are putting all that aside. I don't, I don't see how they even, cause that those two met uh, John Ratzenberger and yeah, John and, and Mary, 
they met because their screens got kind of compromised and they lost them for a second they realized what was like going on around them but like no one like that was the first moment when that happened like these people do not meet each other like they probably don't even know that they're there until something like that happens so i i don't i think it's just very hard it would be very hard to procreate in that situation for sure for sure yeah Uh, that's all my questions do you have any more questions um yeah, I kind of want to know what happened to the other Wally robots. Mm, yeah, um, because I mean they're they're all programmed the same, right? I mean they they would have all been the same. I if Wally survived, I want to know what happened to all the other ones. You know, I there's the 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 only thing is like oh maybe maybe they all you know something happened. Maybe there was like an incident on Earth that wiped a bunch of them out, or maybe. You know, maybe they all just got worn out, I guess, because, you know, it's been 700 years. But I got to think there'd be more left than just Wally. Yeah, I would assume they're all programmed the same way. The only the only answer I could think of is maybe they sent, you know, some Wallys in and then they started dying off. So they kept sending more and they kept like changing how they were programmed. And maybe Wally was the last one they sent, but I, I don't think that's right. Um, so I would be interested to see what happened to those Wallys. Yeah. Um, maybe he's just very resourceful. Well, we see, we, we do see that. He steals all their parts. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he killed them all. Maybe, yeah. they, maybe he murdered every single one for parts. Yeah, yeah, character development. He actually wants to be alone and destroys everyone that loves him. Yeah, Wally Wally 2 opens with like Eve on a on a chop shop rack and he's just pulling her for parts. (laughs) I hope that doesn't happen. Hopefully Pixar isn't listening. Yeah. Um all right. So I think that wraps up our do you want butter on that? Um so now. Let's get into some trivia, Joey. Let's see how well you know Wally. Okay. How do you think you're gonna do? Um, I don't know. I think I think I think it's gonna be hard for me this week. I uh, yeah, I let up on you last week a little bit because I went very hard. Um, in was it Incredibles? Is that the one I went really hard on? You went hard in Cars. Cars. I went hard in cars and I, that didn't sound right. I made the cars trivia difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I eased up on the Ratatouille one. I kind of I kind of went back more difficult today. So our first question, we and you you commented on this when we watched the movie. So maybe you know it. What uh, we see Wally when he first goes into his house and he's messing with all his crap, he takes his his tracks off. Yeah. As if they're shoes. Um, and he's and when he wakes up from his slumber, he goes to put the tracks on back on his 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 things. Which side does he put on first? The left or the right? Let me think about this. Left. That is correct. He puts on the left first. He knocks yeah. the left tracks off the thing because he's he's still sleeping basically, he's sleepwalking kinda, and he can't find it. Very good. Um all right, I'm gonna. I wrote these in a specific order, but I'm gonna save the second one for last. So we're gonna jump to our question number three. Uh, in the in the scene where Wally is touring the mothership, um, yep. he goes past a place where a bunch of toddlers are. What is the, what is the name of the place where all the toddlers spend time? What is the name of the place? Like what? Yeah, the toddlers are in. It's like a it's like a school type thing. Uh, what is the name of that place that the toddlers are in? And they're learning. Um, I, I, yeah, you really don't know that. That throws me for loop. Uh, by and large, school of mines. I don't. <laughs> Not quite. It is called all daycare. All daycare. All daycare. Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right. I thought you were going to ask me what the because uh, they and one part they're like, oh, like A is for axiom, your home. B is for by and large your very best friend. I thought you were going to ask me what A or B stood for, and I was so ready to do that. I I, I thought about Axiom 
when it, when it first popped up on the side of the ship. Um, and I was going to do that, but then they said it like 20 times. And I was like, okay, no, he's going to know this. Yeah. Um, all right. This one is pretty hard. Uh, so I'm, I'll, I'm interested to see if you get it. You're one for two. Um, so when Wally brings Eve into his home, we talked about the scene a lot. Um, he shows Eve four different uh, items of crap yeah. that he physically like hands them to her. He hands her four things. Yeah. I want you to tell me those four things, but I want you to tell me them in the order that he gave her them. Uh, he gave her one of those little like mixers. Um, it like, you know, like the thing you put to like mix batter, but it's manual. It's like a little spinny thing. Um, think about this. Trying to trying to think. I I I can think of like three of the objects, but I can't remember. I know the mixer is first. I didn't have the mixer on there. When did he give her the mixer? It was the first thing he gave her. When they walked in. Yeah, she he gave her. Uh, they like walk over towards the back of his house and he gave her like like the little manual hand mixer and then she shot it into the she started spinning it so fast that she shot it into the top of the uh, the house but he also gave her bubble wrap okay that's the first thing I have on my list is the bubble wrap okay is bubble wrap yeah he gives her bu bubble yeah, wrap he shot the mixer or she shot the mixer and then they they go to a different spot and he hands her four things so bubble wrap is first Okay, bubble wrap. Um, I know he gives her a lighter. Mm -hmm. But I can't remember. She grabs the lighter. He doesn't give it to her. Okay. That's, um, that's close. That's close to the second answer, though. The lighter is close to the second answer. He gives her a light. A light bulb, yeah. Light bulb, yeah. So that's number two. And then he gives her a Rubik, Rubik's Cube. That is number three. And the he gives her the tape. The tape is the tape is the last thing he gives her, and she starts pulling it apart. Yeah, that is correct. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you half half there because you did say the lighter. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I I'll give you half right for that. Okay, that's good though. I probably wouldn't have remembered those items. Um, so well done, did well. Okay, thank you. Thank two, and you. Half, two and a half out of three. No, one and a half out of three. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty percent. Yeah. Um, so not bad. So all right, that wraps up our trivia. So now what do we got? Corny awards. Is that right? Yep. All right. Let's uh, let's hand into our corny awards. Who's your first? Our riff on the Dundies. Who is your first corny award? I gave Mo the janitor of the year award. Cause he was just, he, he was, had it set in his mind. He was going to clean Wally and he was going to clean everywhere that he went. Even after Wally put his tracks right on his face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he did his job. He didn't complain. Well, he did complain a lot at the beginning. We hear, <laughs> we hear him speaking uncomprehensible gibberish. Yeah. That's uh yeah he he was a good soldier he yeah he better a better man than I in that moment I would have killed Wally but yeah <laughs> um very good award my first award I gave the Twister award to the captain and I gave him Twister because it was a pretty big plot twist for me that he wasn't the villain I thought. I really thought that it was going to be, he saw the plant and then um, whatever it was said, it's time to go home. I really thought that he was just gonna be invested in this lifestyle that they had and he was gonna destroy it and hide it and not tell the, the passengers so he could keep living this life. Um, so I was very surprised when he, he did not do that, when he wanted to go back. I was, yeah. I was shocked by that. Okay, yeah, it's a it's a good one. Mm. Um, my second one. Yep. Is I gave Wally an award. I did as well. What did you give him? I gave him the Simp Award. That is a good one. Um, <laughs> he, he is 
he is just oohing and eyeing over Eve that from the second he saw her, and he just wants to hold her hand. That's all he wants. Yeah, very sweet. Yeah, and he he doesn't care about anything else. He just wants to make her happy. Mm. Um, yeah, and so yeah, he gets plain and simple. He gets a simple word. That's a good one. He definitely. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know what a simp is, um, just crushing hard on Eve. And yeah, that's a good word. I gave Wally the cannibal award because he is a cannibal for sure. He is just taking parts <laughs> left and right off of his fallen comrades and seemingly does not care. He does, he does not. He just, it is what it is to him. He, he yeah. needs it and he's going to take it. Yeah. So he gets the cannibal award. Okay. And your final uh, I gave Eve the coolest robot award. Nice. You know, simple awards this week, but I mean, Eve is a cool robot. Uh, and we already discussed it, but her abilities are very cool. She can fly around very fast. She has a massive cannon on her arm. Mm. Um, and yeah, she very cool robot. I think her purpose in the movie is kind of cool too. She's the probe. Get yeah. sent to, to check things out. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's a good one. I also gave Eve an award, and I think I gave. I think it's either my first or second time giving an MVP award. Um, but I typically don't give an MVP award. But that just she was so valuable. I mean, she saved everybody in this film multiple times. No one is competent aside from her in this whole movie. <laughs> Maybe the cockroach, but really, other than that, just. A lot of nincompoops on this in this film. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Without Eve, I mean, without Eve, I mean, this this doesn't none of this happens. True. Wally and Cockroach are still just chilling on Earth, and building building stuff, and collecting crap. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. That that wraps up our corny awards. So now it's time here for our last segment, our Pixar rank. Um, so hit us with your rank, and Joey. Where, where do you sit? So I think we're now nine films in. Uh, I believe so. Let me just make sure. Yep, this is our ninth film. Um, so I I had to, I had to do some careful consideration about this. Hmm. Um, so my I'm just gonna list off. Uh, all of them, and I'll slide it into the place that I chose. Um, sure. Number one, Monsters, Inc. Yep. Staying strong. Number two, Toy Story. Okay. Number three, Ratatouille. All right. Number four, Incredibles. Number five, Cars. Mm. Number six, Wally. -E. Wow. I'm surprised. I thought it'd be higher for you. Uh, I, I'll explain. Um, Number seven, Toy Story 2. Oof. Number eight, Finding Nemo. And number nine, Bugs Life. I put Wally. I, I enjoy this movie a lot. Um, mm. but I don't know. There's 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 like a I don't know. I just the, the main character, which is obviously Wally, mm. the, the I think the lack of dialogue is just kind of weird for me, to That's be cool. completely honest. It's I I, the movie's very cool. It's very out there. I've already said this, but there's, I don't know. There's just something about not having a lot of dialogue from the main character that's weird to me. And it makes me feel very unfamiliar with the movie, even though I've seen it, a, you know, five or six times. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think if there was more dialogue, I would probably rate it. I don't, I don't know. I just, you know, you got movies like pretty much everything about everything above and below this movie on my ranking is you know the the main the main characters are all they all have a lot of dialogue obviously because that's just how it is and this 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 movie it's just different it's it's different which makes it cool but it's also different in a way that makes me put it below a lot of movies that we've seen so far yeah i get that um yeah i i definitely get that um so my rankings i have uh start at the bottom uh number nine bugs life still number eight finding nemo and number seven i have wally okay and uh ratatouille at six monsters inc at five cars at four toy story at three 
Incredibles at two and Toy Story 2 at number one. Um, for me, Wally, the dial, the no dial, the limited dialogue is certainly different than most movies, Pixar or otherwise. I do think one one real advantage, at least for me, of a movie with very little dialogue is I find it much more emotional when things aren't said than when things are said. Okay. For example, at the end, I was tearing up when you know Eve thought Wally was dead, and I think if Eve had been talking, it would have been less emotional. If Eve had been like, you know, going on this whole monologue about you know she can't lose Wally and all this stuff, but instead the only thing she says is Wally, and I just find it more emotional when less words are said than more words. And I think that's good. And I think you can build a lot of character stuff without dialogue. And I think they did a good job of that. For me, it's so low because this movie does not make me feel good at all. <laughs> like, like I, I'm okay with sad movies. Toy Story 3 to me is very sad, but I like it a lot. This movie makes me sad emotionally, but it also makes me sad just because I think about humanity and it sucks <laughs> like like all these other movies ahead of it you know like ratatouille the main issue is like not accepting someone for who they are you know or, yeah. or you know same kind of thing with monsters inc and cars is like the same thing just all these pixar movies are basically you know tr accepting people for for who they are whereas this movie is like humanity is going to kill the planet and humanity shouldn't be saved. Cause that's the big argument in this film is should humanity be saved? Obviously Wally and Eve fight to save humanity and Otto fights to not, he doesn't think humanity is worth saving. Um, so that just doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> so, <laughs> Understandable. Um, I think um, it's a great movie. I think it's one of Pixar's best. I'd probably put it in top three of what we've watched in terms of best movies, but I just, it's not fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Parts right. are fun, but like, yeah. 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 I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good way of showing, you know, what, I mean, obviously, like we don't have robots like that, and we don't have space travel like that. But it, it kind of shows that humanity is like capable of doing these good things, but we only really do it. I don't know. To me, it's like we only really do it to get the edge on each other. Mm. We don't do it to for the greater good, I guess. You know, like like by and large is obviously like a monopolized company. Um, you know they pushed out all the smaller businesses and stuff and yeah it's it's like he, humans only make advances to get the jump on each other they don't really think about the world as a whole they they and and what's in store for the future it's kind of just convenience and keeping keeping the population happy without considering other things like uh like the planet <laughs> yeah that's a great point um yeah it really highlights humanity's potential but we only use it when it's convenient we don't we yeah we don't, don't use it for the for the things that it would bet would would actually been we yeah like, like you said it's, it's the convenience but we don't think about like the long run where it's like well yeah we do all these other things with this technology that could save our planet yeah but I do think, I believe this won the Oscar for best animated feature um, as a lot of Pixar movies did. I think Ratatouille did. Um, so I do think it's a great film, just not as fun as some other ones like Incredibles. Incredibles is just- Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, any, uh, any closing thoughts? Um, no, I think, I think I've gotten out everything I needed to say. All right, um, so uh, as, as for a tease for our next movie, I don't have one because I'm not sure what movie we're doing. Um, we've done every movie in order so far, but we have uh, one of our friends. And if you listen to some of the older 
podcast episodes uh, at thecircuitverse.com. Make sure to go there to check out some great content. If you listen to some older episodes there, uh, I did some episodes with Zach and Zach wants to come on for Up, the podcast uh, on Up. Up would be the next film in the series, but he's not going to be able to, to do the pod next week for that movie. So I think we might change the order around. So I don't really know what movie's coming next, but we will have a movie next week. And we will be on books, movies, and musicals. Oh my, talking about a Christmas movie. Make sure to go check out their podcast as well. Uh, they came on to our podcast the other night and did a bonus episode with us. Um, go check out our musical Mount Rushmore episode. Um, so lots of stuff. You can check us out on Spotify, on iTunes, um, and at thecircuitverse.com. Uh, for Joey, I'm Adam. This is Movies and Pop Podcorn. Thanks for listening and make sure to have some popcorn. <laughs>